I received an interesting question today on a comment on the blog down at wisetechhockey.com. And the question is this. It comes from James, and he says, I know this might be for a different discussion, because uh, he was commenting on, a, on one of the other posts, but what is your feeling on elite players playing house league if they are already playing on a select AA or AAA team? Do you think it has any benefit for their development? And do you think it can interfere with the development of the less talented players? So I definitely have an opinion on this. Um, I think that the bigger gap there is. So for example, uh, at least by my definition, there's a few different, you know, a few different calibers of play that we're talking about here. So house league, that's kind of, you know, everybody who signs up gets on a team. There's really no tryouts. And, um, you know, it's a beginner caliber of play. Select, in my mind, by my definition, is one step up from that. Usually, select teams are made up of the best house players. So a select organization is usually tied to the house organization, right? Um, so, you know, say your organization has four house teams at that age group. They'll pick the best players, top 15 players, or however many from each of those four teams. And then that select team will play select teams of other organizations. Double AA, A, double A, and triple A, those are those are more of a tiered caliber of play. True travel players, usually. Um, some organizations, depending on where you're at and depending on how big the hockey population is, go from house and jump straight into double A. There's sometimes there's a little bit of weirdness in, in those connections there. So um, assuming that that's what we're talking about, I say for select players to also play house, I think that's great. Um, I think it's good because, you know, like I said, they're, they're close to that house age group or that house skill level anyways. So basically, they're, they're, every organization that I've seen in, in, in fully developed hockey communities, the select players play both. So they'll get an extra practice a week. They'll get whatever tournaments that the select teams participate in and uh, plus all their regular house schedule as well. To me, that's healthy. Um, I think it gives the select players an opportunity to play a higher caliber play. Uh, it gives the house players an opportunity to aspire to a higher level of play. So the house players, the younger players, or the less experienced guys will, will look at it and say, man, I, it would be cool to play on that, on that select team. That's something to shoot for. So it aspires or it ins inspires um, better work ethic, gives players you know, a goal, a drive, something to shoot for, and also gives the more experienced players or the more talented players room to grow and better hockey to be played, right? Now, once you jump outside that realm, then it gets a little bit more sticky, and that's to the point where I think I probably don't agree with it anymore. For example, if you take a AAA player, have that player play house, uh, that player should be able to score at will. That player should be able to absolutely control the play, whether or not he or she wants to pass the puck or not. Um, what good does that do that player? And what good does it do the players that he or she is playing against? Um, really, I don't see too much benefit. There's one possible small benefit um, for the AAA player, 
Um, I've actually experienced this personally. When I moved to Utah uh, from Toronto, so I, you know, to kind of put this in perspective, um, you know, I was among the better players on a very elite AAA team. Um, my last year in Toronto, we had won the All Ontario's championships at the AAA level. Uh, I mean, really, there was there was nothing more that we could have won that year at the highest caliber of play in a great hockey town. Uh, and then I moved to Utah, and Utah is a great place to live, but obviously the hockey community, the hockey uh, environment was not nearly as developed as a place like Toronto would be. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I ended up playing, it's kind of a long story, I ended up playing up a couple age groups, I ended up playing juniors. Um, I moved just before I turned 15, so I started playing junior B as a 14-year-old here. Skill-wise and everything, it matched up. Um, optimally, it would have been better, I think, uh, socially and everything else to play with my own age group, but that's neither here nor there. Um, my point is, is for fun, I also played high school hockey. And high school hockey in Utah <clears throat> is, is not great. Uh, usually every team's got maybe one or two experienced players and the rest are basically beginners. Uh, it's not a sanctioned sport in the high school's so it's basically a club sport, and that makes it so, you know, since the hockey population is not large anyways, a lot of teams, um, you know, take beginners uh, for the t- you know, to be able to round out their roster. So essentially, uh, I ended up playing house league in the high school realm uh, as a supplement to my junior, to my junior games. And so for me, what benefit did I get out of it? Well, it was fun. Um, you know, that, that was my main purpose as I was playing it for fun. Um, you know, the, the team was okay with it. They, they, they liked having me on the team, so that was okay. Um, the main thing as far as development goes that I think I was able to develop was hands. I think that if you're playing way above your skill level, I think hands is one of the things. So, you know, if you slow down your skate, I mean, I, I could have just skated, skated through everybody and not put too many moves on. But, you know, if you slow it down and actually try to do moves and try to focus on working on your hands and stuff like that, um, then that could be a benefit of playing above your or playing below your, uh, your skill level. Other than that, I don't think that there's, you know, too much more benefit. Um, there can be some benefit for the other players on your team. There's not going to be much benefit for the other players on the other teams. Um, but for your own teammates, uh, you know, you can help them. The, the more experienced players can help them to learn the game. Um, again, there can be some psychological benefits, you know, to give them something to aspire to or motivate. Um, you know, you hear the saying, high tides raise all ships. So that can, there can be an effect uh, a, a little bit of that happening with, uh, you know, some of the less experienced players getting motivated, but optimally, you know, it, it it's not, it's not the optimal situation. Uh, I don't see any reason why a AAA player would want to play house. Um, yeah, I just, I think, you know, especially at the AAA level, hopefully the program is developed enough where you've got enough on your plate just with your own team schedule, let alone playing a double schedule with a bunch of house league players. Um, you know, I think that it's, uh, I think it's important to have players play where they ought to play. And it 
it's not necessarily going to be decided by age group, um, but by skill level, you know, so, you know, there's, there's situations where people discourage talented players from playing up, um, you know, because it takes the spot of a, of an of age player. This happens a lot in smaller hockey communities, stuff like that, where there's just some politicking and back and forth on those types of topics. I think it should be just a straight across the board. Does a kid deserve to play on that team? Could the kid, you know, age group or birth year aside, could the kid make the team uh, on his own merit? And if the answer is yes, then that's a possibility to consider. You know, I think that it does everybody better off to be playing at a skill level that's comparable to each other. So, you know, like I always say, that's my two cents worth. But, you know, when you, when you can get a good number of games at a consistent caliber, and it's a caliber that, you know, it's a similar caliber to what you're already playing, then you're gonna, your development's going to be better. That's just all there is to it. But, you know, if you're constantly getting your butt kicked, that's not going to be great for development. It's not going to be great for your, for your psyche either. <laughs> um, or if you're constantly killing everybody, again, it doesn't do you much good either. Um, but, you know, to have a season full of consistent competition, I think, is the best possible scenario for development. So... I guess a quick answer to that question would be the further you get away from house, the less sense it makes to have players playing both. One, you know, one caliber separation I think is fine. In fact, I think is good, you know, so house to select, good. Um, House to A, maybe in certain circumstances. You know, like if you've got a player, an A player that's, uh, you know, kind of the lower end of the roster. That might do him some good to be able to be a leader on a house team. But anything above A, unless it's some really bad double A, double A that shouldn't be classified as double A, uh, I just don't see the benefit of mixing those players. So take it for what it's worth. Interested to hear your feedback, though, and uh, comments. You can actually comment. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you can actually comment right in the audio itself uh, at a specific place if you want to. So, you know, if I said something you agreed with or disagreed with for that matter, you can actually comment right at that time spot in the soundbite itself. So that can be kind of neat to get some discussion going around certain points of time. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely interested to hear circumstances where it may have worked out to have a AAA player playing house because right now I don't I don't see the benefit but if there is something I'm missing I'd be interested to hear about it so feel free to leave a comment thanks again and uh, we'll talk again soon